see, when the word of God becomes fire and you realize, oh, that greater is he that lives in you than he that is in the world. His dominion over your life comes to an end. You will respond back and say, what are you doing here, devil? Get out of my environment. The Bible is packed with wisdom for every season of life, be it marriage, raising kids, running a business, etc., In this message, discover biblical nuggets for every important season of life. Be blessed as you join Pastor Paul and the Word Mission Church International family. I pray, O God, that let no one under the sound of my voice remain the same. Let every life be transformed, O God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Let your word come forth with love, with power, in the name of Jesus. That will take us from where we are to where we are supposed to be. We give you all the praise. We give you all the glory. Thank you for your goodness. Thank you for your mercy, O God, in the name of Jesus, let the let people, oh God, I, that are here, that are online, watch that will watch on TV, listen to the radio, Lord, bring healing to hurting people, oh God, in the mighty name of Jesus, snatch them out of the pits, let the lost find you, oh God, thank you, Father, thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name, everyone, say Amen, amen. say amen. amen, say thank you, Lord, thank you, Lord. say thank you, Jesus. Glory be to the name of our Lord. Thank you, Lord. I hope everyone had a blessed week. You are welcome into God's presence this morning. And let's welcome our online audience as well as those that watch on TV. If you, ever, if you are watching us and if you are ever in the Colorado Springs area, this is the place to be. God's presence is here. His word is here. People are receiving healing, miracles, testimonies. So a warm welcome awaits you here. We can't wait to meet you in person. Get here as soon as you can. Amen. Glory be to the name of the Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. All right, let's turn our Bibles. In this season, we are talking about winning through the light of God's word. And this is part three of the message. If you missed the last two, you can always catch up online. You see, one of the things that the word of God does in our lives also is to correct us. And it's so important to realize that as we get to this point in our study. And I pray in the name of Jesus that by the entrance of the word of God, your life will be transformed today. If you believe that, say amen. amen. I pray in the name of Jesus that may you not remain the same after the service or after the message today. I pray that your life will be transformed totally in Jesus' name. Let's turn our Bible to 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 16. Thank you, Lord Jesus. 2 Timothy Chapter 3, verse 16. Glory be to the name of our Lord. He says, All scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness. It's profitable, number one, for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction. We thank God for all the testimonies as well. But this today, one of the areas that we want to focus on is correction. And so turn your Bible with me to Joshua chapter 7. We looked first, in the first lesson, we look at Joshua. uh, We tied it around Joshua, the wall of Jericho in Joshua chapter 6. And then last week, we looked at the story of Peter in addition to others. But today, turn with me to Joshua chapter 7. Let's read an account here. It says, but the children of Israel committed a trespass regarding the accursed things for Achan, the son of Kami, the son of Zabdi, 
the son of Zerah of the tribe of Judah, took of the accursed thing, so the anger of the Lord burned against the children of Israel. Now Joshua sent men from Jericho to Ai, which is beside Beth Aven, on the east side of Bethel, and spoke to them, saying, Go up and spy out the country. So the men went up and spied out Ai, and they returned to Joshua and said to him, Do not let all the people go up, but let about two or three thousand men go up and attack Ai. Do not worry all the people there, for the people of Ai are few. So about 3,000 men went up there from the people, but they fled from the men of Ai. And the men of Ai struck down about 36 men, for they chased them from before the gate as far as Shebarim, and struck them down on the descent. Therefore the hearts of the people melted and became like water. Then Joshua tore his clothes and fell to the earth on his face before the ark of the Lord, until evening, he and the elders of Israel, and they put dust on their heads. And Joshua said, Alas, Lord God, why have you brought this people over the Jordan at all to deliver us into the hand of the Amorites, to destroy us? Oh, that we had been content and dwelt on the other side of the Jordan. Oh, Lord, what shall I say when Israel turns its back before its enemies? For the Canaanites and all the inhabitants of the land will hear it and surround us and cut off our name from the earth. Then what will we do for your great name? So the Lord said to Joshua, get up, why do you lie thus on your face? Thank you, Lord, for your word. You see, they had already gone. We saw that. They took Jericho, which was a great city, with very little to do except obeying what God said to do, and the walls came down. And you see, you see, so many times, the greatest time that you have to be very cautious is when you win a victory, when you get a victory. That is the time that you can slip easily on your relationship with God. That is the time that you sometimes you can get proud. That is the time that you can depend on the fact that, oh, my Lord, I, this is the victory that I have. You see, and so many times, that is when we put our lives, our Christian experience, on cruise control, so to speak. <laughs> Let us just cruise. And you may be watching at this time as well, and you say, I mean, I'm very successful. Why do I even need God? I, I have everything I need. I'm a successful doctor. I'm a successful businessman. I'm a successful engineer. I'm a successful director. I'm successful whatever. When they go to this place, Joshua did not inquire of God. He was, I mean, AI is, is a small city. We can easily take it. Don't worry about anything. Just take, I mean, just take few people. Who, this is easy to take care of. But the thing that they missed was, you see, in the very previous chapter, when they conquered Jericho, in Joshua chapter 6, verse 18, he says, And you, by, you, by all means, abstain from the accursed thing, lest you become accursed when you take of the accursed things, and make the camp of Israel accursed and trouble it. But all the silver and gold and vessels of bronze and iron are consecrated to the Lord. They shall come into the treasury of the Lord. So he said that these things are consecrated to God. Don't touch it. Bring it into the treasury of God. And that is where, that is where the problem started. 
Achan, his name, some believe, was, was a translation, remote translation of the word Achan, which means trouble. And he is living up to his name big time. <laughs> Don't touch it. He touches it and, and sends it home. And because of his action, brings God's anger on the whole camp of Israel. You see, the thing is, our actions affect others. What the actions that we take in life, it affects others. You see, in the end, his whole family was wiped out of Israel. The actions that we take impacts people around us. When we are out there at work or at school, wherever we may be, the actions that we take impacts people, other people around us. The life that we live now will impact generations after us if Jesus doesn't come. Yeah. So it's so important to realize that. This week, for instance, um, our first son, his name is, uh, happens also to be Joshua. He was in school, and, and he came back home, and he was, telling, he was just telling me what, how his day had gone and what had happened at school. And one of the things he said was, today, in one of the classes, we weren't supposed to have had homework, but some of the students were disrespecting the teacher, so the teacher gave lines to all of us to go and write. And I asked him, did you disrespect the teacher? He said, no, I didn't disrespect the teacher. What happened? He said, there were a few loud people in the class that were disrespecting the teacher, and we had all ended up getting lines to write for homework. <laughs> when we were supposed to have homework in that class. <laughs> you see, so, so and he was not too thrilled about it. <laughs> he was not too excited. But the point there is, just a few bad nuts in the class impacted the whole class. And sometimes when that happens, you almost want to take something and knock their heads. <laughs> Why did you do that? <laughs> but going back, by going back, you see, what we do impacts others. Then the, 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 the thing that we see here is Joshua got too comfortable and didn't ask God what to do specifically because he was just taking for granted the victory that he had gained. And you see, so many times, it's the Bible, it's not just paper and ink. Or if you have an app, it's not just typed letters. It is God's word to us. You see, there are so many promises in the Bible. But when you are faced with a circumstance, when you are faced with a situation, what am I going to do? What am I supposed to do? As you study the word of God, as you read the word of God, as you hear it preached, the Holy Spirit will quicken that word to you. At that point, it goes from being what in the Greek is called the logos or the written word. Now it becomes rhema to you where you know specifically what to do. And so this morning, my prayer for each and every one of us is, in this season, the right word, even as you hear the word of God being preached this morning, the right word that you need for where you are, may you receive it in the name of Jesus. I said, may you receive it in the name of Jesus. I said, may you receive it in the name of Jesus. May God show you the way to go. May God give you the specific direction that you need on the steps to take. You see, of decision, the decision that you take, right or wrong, is going to end you up in a certain place. And so I pray may you not miss your steps in Jesus' name. I said, may you not miss your steps in Jesus' name. Glory be to the name of our Lord. So he fell down on his face. That's another point also. The Bible says that when, when, when he heard what had happened, going back to, to Joshua chapter 7, he, he fell down. He tore his clothes 
Joshua 7, 6, he tore his clothes and fell to the earth on his face before the ark of the Lord until evening, he and the elders of Israel, and they put dust on their heads. That is a good thing to do. You see, you have just gotten, um, you receive one victory, and all of a sudden, there is defeat before you. What happened? You see, sometimes the answer that you are looking for is not on the surface. It's hidden somewhere. You will have to spend some time, get on your face, fall down right there and say, Lord, what is going on here? There is no way for me to, there's, there's no reason for me to be walking in defeat in this area. There's no reason for me to be defeated. Something must have gone wrong. And sometimes the enemy will try to hide it from you. But the wisdom of God is always available. When you fall down on your face and you begin to pray and you begin begin to cry out my lord thank god we serve a god that can reveal all secrets he can reveal to you what exactly is supposed to happen in this case they put dust on their uh, on their faces that is a sign of mourning my lord and my god jericho was bigger than this the last battle that i won was bigger than this what happened here lord show me the way out and thank God he shows us the way out. In the mighty name of Jesus, in this, this morning, if you are watching whatever circumstance you may be in, I have come to assure you by the word of God that there is a way out. You've been listening to Pastor Paul and the Word Mission Church International. At Word Mission Church International, kids' ministry is thriving. You can plug in to serve our community or even go on mission trips with the church. We are a Bible-believing church with prayer at the heart of all we do. We hold a weekly prayer meeting Wednesday at 6 p.m. and have services on Saturday at 6 p.m. and Sunday at 10 a.m. Join us at 5050 Edison Avenue, Colorado Springs, Colorado, 80915. Call us at 719-235-5535 with any questions or simply let us know this message has been a blessing. Visit wordmissionchurchinternational.org to learn more. The enemy will tell you that there is no way out, but thank God there is always a way out. And if you are willing to pray, if you are willing to call unto God, he will show you the way out. Thank you, Lord Jesus. When he prayed, God showed him exactly. You see, the word of God it's like fire. We saw that in our previous lesson. Go with me to Jeremiah 23, 29. Let's go back again. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Jeremiah 23, 29. says, it's not my word like a fire, says the Lord. And like a hammer that breaks the rock in pieces. And one of the characteristics of fire is to purify. God's word the same word that encourages is the same word also that has to burn up the chaff in our lives. That has to correct us so that we can be on the right path. In Hebrews chapter 12, 12 29, he calls God a consuming fire. Consuming fire. And we learned also, we learned from John chapter 1 that God in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. So the word, that same word is fire. And so we have to get to that place where we allow that word to be able to win the battles of life to correct us. And when he corrects us, it's ultimately for our good. Notice what the Bible says in Proverbs chapter 27, 
verse 21. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Proverbs 27, verse 21 says, The refining pot is for silver and furnace for gold. And a man is valued by what others say of him. Notice this phrase, a refining pot is for silver and the furnace for gold. The more of the fire of God's word we encounter, the more dignified our lives become. Silver has to go through that refining pot. Gold has to go through that refining process. When it comes out, it looks all good. It looks all great, but it's gone through, it's gone through fire. There are so many things that God wants to do in our life. But there are some areas where God will have to correct us so that that which he has called us to be, the purpose for which he created us, we can come out shining. We can be a light to this world. Oh, the beauty that is in us can be reflected in our everyday life. We have to allow the word of God to do that. God said, Joshua, you have a problem. There is somebody in, your, in, in the camp that has done exactly opposite to what you said they shouldn't do. Sounds like sometimes the pastor says this and we do this. God's word says this and we go the opposite direction. God is trying to bring, bring you on the right path. You are running fast in the opposite direction. <laughs> Listen, if you are trying to get to Texas, and you start going down I-25 and going through the Panhandle, that is the way to Texas. But if you started to I on I-70 going towards Kansas, and your original destination was Texas, you are going fast, especially in the wrong direction. <laughs> you eventually get to Texas, but it's going to take you a long time. If you start going up north on I-25 and you are trying to go south, that's even worse. <laughs> You are going way out there. And so many times, God is saying, my child, you come on this part. You're on the wrong part. Just come on this part. There is an issue. Just fix this one thing and you'll be all right. In the mighty name of Jesus, I pray. Oh, by the word of God, every chaff in our life, by the fire of God's word, in the mighty name of Jesus, may it be burned up with the fire of the word of God. In the mighty name of Jesus, so that we can shine as gold, so that the value that he has placed in us, everybody around us can benefit. In the name of Jesus, if you believe that, say amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Glory be to the name of the Lord. Talking about winning through the light of God's word. Talking about the fire of God's word. One of the things that the fire of God's word does also is that it keeps the enemy at bay. You see, it's so important to realize that in, in Revelation chapter 19, Revelation chapter 19 verse 20, he says, Then the beast was captured, and with him false prophets who worked signs in his presence by which he deceived those who received the mark of the beast and those who worshipped his image. These two were cast alive into the lake of fire burning with brimstone. He's talking about beast and the false prophet being cast into the lake of fire. So sometimes when he uses, we looked at this in, in, in Luke chapter 10 verse 9, he talked about serpent and scorpions. He refers and to, uses beast and all these things symbolically to refer to the power of the enemy. 
So the same fire that correct is the same fire that deals with the enemy. In Genesis chapter 3 verse 1, he showed up, the devil showed up as a, as a serpent, as a wild animal. But it's the fire of God's word to be able to, be, to, 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 to deal with him. You see, no, even, even the lion, they call him the king of the jungle or, 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 or whatever the case might be. If they see fire, they won't dare it. <laughs> No, no animal in their right sense, when they see fire, would they, would they, would they try? No, they'll, 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 they'll stay away. This is too hot. I'm not going to go near. I'm going to stay, stay away. So the more of God's word that you have in you, that becomes light, that becomes revelation to you, when you encounter the challenges of life, you can use that as a weapon against the enemy. And how do I know? When I encounter the fire of God's word. Turn with me to Jeremiah chapter 20 verse 9. Thank you Lord Jesus. Jeremiah 20 verse 9. Glory be to the name of the Lord. He says, this is Jeremiah talking. He says, then I said, I will not make mention of him, nor speak any more in his name, but his word was in my heart like a burning fire. This, this verse, when I saw it early in my Christian work, made a lot of difference for me. You see, was was what had been sent by God we all know that verse he says before you were formed in the womb I created you he had a commission to to those people and when he went they kept persecuting him so much he got discouraged you see sometimes you think that these people were not human beings he got so frustrated I'm just Lord you said I should go I went and these people one time they put him in a in a, in a, in a hole and just left him think about it he got so discouraged he said, God, you take your word. Sometimes you get discouraged. You want to give up. Why, why all these difficulties? I, I'm, I'm serving God. I am obeying God. Why this trouble? I like what Jesus Christ said in John 16, 33. In this world, you have trouble. But be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. Be of good cheer. Somebody has overcome the world. But he got so discouraged. He said, God, I will not make mention of your name. I won't prophesy in your name anymore. Oh, but when he did, the Bible says that the word was like fire shut up in his bones and he couldn't stay. When, that, when you get to that point, when the word of God is burning in your heart that you cannot stay, when the word of God becomes light and fire, oh, when you realize, oh, that in the name of Jesus, my Lord and my God, Jesus paid an ultimate price for your life. He paid and he saved you. And one time you are unsaved. One time you are on the road to hell. And the person next to you, the person very close to you, they are very, they are on their path, on their way to hell. And if you don't pray for them, they are going to end up in, in that place. There are people in hell right now, they are crying out. Oh, somebody, get us a little bit of water to cool our tongue. They are burning up. People are in heaven right now and they are rejoicing. So you say, Ah, oh, my Lord, this word is shut up in me. Broad is the way that leads to destruction. Many are on that road. And few are on the road to life. In the mighty name of Jesus, I am going to go on my knees. I am going to lie down on my face and pray and intercede for others. Lord, in Jesus' name, I do 
will not want them to end up in hell. And so, Lord, you see that word is shut up in you. That's what happened to me. When I got saved, I really got saved. I, could, I couldn't stay. I, 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 couldn't, I had to tell somebody. As God, see, look at what God has done in my life. One time my, my mother was looking at me and I, I was praying. I was on fire for God. He said, what happened to you? I said, God happened to me. I didn't say the exact word, but in a way, that's what I said. God has happened to me. He has changed my life. We trust this message has been timely and a blessing. If you're in the Colorado Springs area, we invite you to join us at 5050 Edison Avenue, Saturday at 6 p.m. and Sunday at 10 a.m. Whether it's kids' church or local or foreign missions, we know you'll fit right into our diverse church family. Call us at 719-235-5535 with any questions or prayer requests. If you said the salvation prayer, we would like to bless you with a new Bible and materials for your new walk. Stop by at any service and let us know you just got saved. If you want to partner with us to reach many more people for the gospel, simply text GIVE to 719-235-5591 to give. Learn more at wordmissionchurchinternational.org. Word Mission Church International Bible-Rich Sermons Authentic Fellowship.